So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast, episode 34 for December 27th, 2015. Joining me this week is Andrew Aroa McFain. I'm not wearing headphones. Why aren't you wearing headphones? I left them upstairs. You're a bad person. Yeah, I know. Um, at least I I can't hear myself, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I was I was just gonna wait for you to complain. I'm Nathan Reinsbruth, and uh, yeah, I, I messed up last week. I unplugged right, like I didn't unplug it, but my microphone got unplugged. I plugged it back in, and then you couldn't hear me. That was good. Uh, this week we ha- we don't really have anything to talk about. Like there's no there's no real news stories. There's one news story that we have to talk about. Um we're going to kind of get away from this week we're not going to do the what have you been playing thing cuz both of us have been playing the spending time with family Christmas shit. So I played a lot of guitar hero. Yeah, I played a little bit of that. Uh well no, no, rock band. I've been playing rock band not guitar hero. Um right. Did you get anything good for Christmas though? Uh guitar hero. Oh, that's good. Uh, I got shirts, and my sister gave me a hundred bucks, so that's always good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. So let's talk about the one news story that we have to talk about that you don't even know that we're doing because I haven't linked it to you yet. Nope. Uh, so you heard what happened with Steam, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was some good shit. Uh, <clears throat> so if you don't know. If you're not a nerd like us, Valve has a program called Steam. Steam is basically where you just download video games and play video games. Well, why are you listening to this podcast if you've never heard of Steam? I, I don't know. I, I have some people who don't actually play video games that listen to my podcast. So Anyway, so there was a weird caching issue. Where maybe you can explain it better. Basically, people were able to get access. Like if you, like looked at certain pages, it was caching in their servers, and other people could go see the pages that you visited, which could potentially you know give them your email addresses and and stuff like that. From what I understand, there was no actual information given out. Like nobody's account was compromised to the point where they actually had their credit card information stolen. But still, very not good. Yep. Yeah, is that is that basically what happened? Did I describe it well? Um yeah, the the most information that was actually dangerous uh that you could uh have had leaked um was the uh uh the, the last four digits of your credit card. Yeah. Um uh, other than that, there really wasn't anything all that interesting. I mean, your purchase history is virtually already public just because what do you buy on steam that isn't games right um and also uh, to really do a whole lot of social engineering um you would need to somehow tie this person's account to a real name um it does give you um the person's email address yeah um so that can make that easier but really 
uh, the only way that you're you're going to get your info or your identity stolen or anything important taken from this is with those last four digits of your saved credit card. Um, and if you don't have your credit card saved with Steam in the first place, then you were fine anyway. Yeah, and the PayPal takes you to a different thing anyway, two step verification. So uh, yeah. that's pretty good. But I also like that in this article they uh, they link to a tweet. Um, with a screenshot of somebody's uh, Steam account that's been compromised, <laughs> and I like that it says, or that that it, they they have decided to block out most of the person's Steam name in the top of the page here, where it says Orin Asif's account, and then in the upper right they they blocked it out there, but at the top of the screen, right next to Community, it says their full Steam name. Right. So, so that was kind of pointless. They didn't block it out well enough, basically. Nope. Uh I am I I'm happy. I didn't really actually buy anything on the Steam sale. I bought a couple things, but I don't think any of my information cuz when this started happening, I wasn't purchasing anything. So, uh I guess the one thing that was happening was that people's people were getting like reset your email password requests. Because people were going in, finding their email password, and trying to get that, so that way they oh. could try to get access to the account. Because that makes sense. Yeah, that's the only thing I really knew happened. Because the idea was, they got their email address. If they were able to go and reset the email password, then they could try to log in with Steam, have them send the verification code, and then like, yeah. the, the Steam guard. But I guess that didn't work. So nobody's. I mean, if, if you're if you're dumb enough to to make your email that that easy to get into, then you know, whatever. Right. This does don't do that. Exactly. Um. So going on. So this week we actually covered it last week, but no one was able to hear me. Uh, we're <laughs> going to be doing a basically our most anticipated games of 2016. Uh, Roa has five, and then I have five. And we're going to cover those. So I, I figure we'll just switch back and forth. So if you want to start, you have an honorable mention because you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to mess up the list. So start up with, with your honorable mention. All right. So um, it's it's not so much that I am anticipating this game because I think it's going to be fantastic. Just that I'm really happy to see the franchise returning. And that's uh, Amplitude which is a, a harmonics game. Uh, they're the people that make Rock Band now. But back in the uh, PS2 days, uh, they were most well-known for uh, Frequency and Amplitude, which uh, I preferred Frequency from an aesthetics point of view and also from a gameplay perspective. But um looks like they're focusing more on the Amplitude deal. And basically... Uh, frequency and amplitude were kind of along the same lines as Rock Band, where it was catch the notes and make the song play, but right. instead of playing one instrument, you were playing all of the instruments for the entire song. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's amazing amounts of fun if you like music games. Um, the, I hate them. The, the uh, rhythm game genre doesn't really get a whole lot of love uh, in the West. Um, most 
popular note catching rhythm games are out of uh, Asia, either Korea or Japan. So uh, always happy to see something coming out of America. America! And yeah, uh, it's not going to have a whole lot of songs because it was kickstarted. I I helped with that. Um, I think it's like 15 songs are coming out um, initially. Right. And I'm sure they'll put out DLC if enough people buy it um, after release. But I'm really not all that worried about it because even the original frequency, I think... I want to say had like 25 or 30 songs, um, and I still played the hell out of it. So um, the only real big change that they're doing with this one is that apparently it's going to have a story mode. Um, So that's kind of weird. A story mode. That's nice. Yeah, rhythm game with a story mode. Well, technically, like Rock Band, the new Rock Band has a story mode, a career mode. Yeah. Um, the original, the original Guitar Hero had a story. Sort of. It was like you were a cover band trying to make it big. Yeah. So, I um, get it. But this is like, this is a little more in depth than that. Where it's like you're some kind of neuro doctor that's like trying to revive people's brains who have like memory loss. That sounds weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think harmonics is like trying really hard to bring the rhythm game genre out of just being a rhythm game, and I don't think they really know how to do it all that well yet. I, yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a little weird, but whatever, whatever floats your boat. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be. Maybe there's RPG elements. I don't know. Like, Guitar Hero has RPG elements. So. Oh, does it? Yeah, way more than than with Rock Band Four. Yeah, um, I I really want to do. I I don't think I'm gonna do it just because you know I never do anything. But I would really like to do a write up comparing Guitar Hero Live to uh, Rock Band Four because I think in a lot of ways Guitar Hero kind of exceeds what Rock Band was going for. Look for that on Rate Entertainment in twenty twenty twenty. Yep. When Aroa gets to it. <laughs> yep. Um, so, you how much was the Kickstarter? How much did you have to put in there for the Kickstarter? I think I only put 15 in, and maybe. Do you, do you get the game? Yeah. Okay. Um, you could have... I, I believe there was like a 25 or $30 tier where you got early access to the game, and there was like a $50 tier where you got a boxed copy of it. Oh, and I really wish I could have afforded that at the time. But, right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on because we have ten more games to cover. Yep, we've already been blabbing for way too long. Yeah. So we got ten more ten more games to cover. My first game that we're gonna cover is Final Fantasy Fifteen. I'm excited for that, and not because I look not not because I think it looks good, but just because I like Final Fantasy games. Um. I actually haven't played because they they came out with a demo that you could play if you had Final Fantasy Type Zero. Which and why? why? I don't I don't know. I I actually got Final Fantasy Type Zero, and I was like, wow, this game is not very good. <laughs> like I didn't really like it very much. A lot of people really loved it, 
I I didn't care for it right from the start. But Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy is always going to no matter what Final Fantasy game comes out, I'm going to get it. If it's if it's within the main series, I'm going to pick it up. I got Final Fantasy 13. I even got Final Fantasy 13 too. That game was terrible. Awful. Way worse. It was anybody that got that other than you. It was worse than Final Fantasy 13. Oh. Like, that's how bad it was. At least I felt it was worse. And so I'm not really hopeful for Final Fantasy 15, but I'm still anticipating it coming out. I'm still going to pick it up if I can. Because I'm like, oh, maybe one day they'll make another good game. Maybe. Maybe one day they'll make a good game. And they never do. But that's okay. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Final Fantasy Fifteen besides it sucks? I, I actually, um, it's funny that you say that because I I actually like the looks. Oh, do you? Of it, um, I think it looks. Uh, I think it looks like a decent like continuation of the of what's going on there because, like, the fighting system looks like it takes some uh, some cues from Kingdom Hearts. And I think Kingdom Hearts has like possibly the best RPG combat system of of any RPG. I like Kingdom so. Hearts Two battle system. I didn't play the original Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, King. I didn't like the original Kingdom Hearts battle system, but Kingdom Hearts Two is good. Yeah, King, oh. uh, Kingdom Hearts Two is the, the only one I played, and like, I love that game. So, so, so are you going to get Final Fantasy Fifteen? Um, I'll probably. I'll, if if because it's it, it's not necessarily coming out on PC, is it? Most likely Xbox One and PlayStation Four, at least at first. Right. Um, I might rent it just just to see because I know none of my friends are going to get it. Right. Um, or I might because uh, you know you're going to get it and you're going to stream it, so I might just watch you stream it. Yeah. Um, but I I definitely want to make sure that it's what I'm expecting before I get it, but. If it's what it looks like uh, to me, like yeah, I'll probably end up getting it. Like it'll be the first Final Fantasy I get since ten. Oh wow! So. <laughs> uh, so that's good. I'll probably pick it up no matter what. Even even if it's bad, I'll still get it just because it's Final Fantasy and I. It's weird. Um, no matter how bad it is, it's still gonna get really good reviews. You notice that? Like all the Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy thirteen. Final Fantasy X, uh, Final Fantasy twelve was okay, um, but like ten and thirteen, both not very good games, got really good review scores. Just oh. because no matter what, people are like, oh, it's Final Fantasy, it's good. Like, they have this preconceived notion that it's a good game, even if it's not very good. Well, I mean, so. that's, kind of, that's kind of typical, isn't it? Yeah. For, for big-time games. Yeah, it's like friggin' Call of Duty always gets 80 or 90s. And it's always the same game. I don't know. Uh, let's move on. Your number one pick, I guess, because you had an honorable mention. But your number one pick is... Um, so are we doing this in order of what we're most anticipating to least anticipating? I would say least to most. Least to most. Okay. Um, yeah, I think this works then. Um, Dishonored 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, from, like, they haven't shown any gameplay as far as I know yet, but the original Dishonored was, uh, 
probably one of my top games of the year it came out. Um, it was a really great uh, re-entry for me back into the uh, stealth action genre. Because um, that was right around when Deus Ex was out, didn't it? Wasn't it? I feel like it Human was. Human Revolution? Yeah. Um, I think it was after. It was quite a bit after, but like a few months after. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was it was kind of part of that whole thing where where the thief style gameplay uh, kind of came back into the uh, into the mainstream. Um, ironically, doing it much much better than the than, new thief game. Yeah. Than the new thief game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved that it was still accessible enough for people who weren't into the whole stealth thing to just run through and kill everybody if they wanted to, but it still could make you feel like a like a stealthy badass if you wanted to. Right. And the level design in that game is oh my god. <laughs> it is very good. It is so good. Like I I never was able to finish it cuz I just I got distracted by other games by the time I got to I think I was like two two stages away from uh from beating it, but like I ended up having to restart a couple of times. And the fact that I could find, like, new ways to achieve my goal every time I played was just a testament to how much love that went into that. It's, so, kind, of, it's kind of like the original Splinter Cell games. Like, you could find different yeah, different paths to do the same thing. You can do a totally pacifist way. You could do it where you murdered everyone. You You were able to do pretty much what you wanted to still complete your task. Yeah, and it... um. I I don't think that it necessarily had like a super big budget since it was a new IP and new IPs never really they never really go in as strong as they could be. Right. So I'm really excited to see what Dishonored 2 will do with no doubt at least like double the budget mm -hmm. and double the uh, team working on it. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that too. I'm not very good at those games. That's why I didn't put it on my list. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrible at stealthy games because I'm always like, all right, all right, doing well. And he turned around and I'm dead. Fuck. <laughs> and in and, and Dishonored, I mean, you can fight, but it's it's not really, really great. Mm -hmm. um, it's not recommended. Yeah, it's it's same thing with like the Thief game that came out, which really wasn't that good. But once you got caught, you were pretty much dead. Like, well, I mean, that's to be fair. That's kind of how the thief games were right. previously, anyway. Right. So, I'm excited for it. I'll probably get it uh, when it, you know, jumps down in price, or if I can get it at Green Man Gaming or something for pretty cheap. But I won't be. I I can promise you, I won't be beating the game because I'm terrible at those games. <laughs> uh, my next one I'm going to talk about is uh. Legend of Zelda Wii U. I'm excited about that. And that should be coming out in 2016. Cross your fingers. I would really hope so. <laughs> I I don't know. They might just be like, well, we're going to release it for the NX. Please understand. Uh, this game, it, uh, it's going to sell a lot of uh, Nintendo NX. Uh, you're so... like, no! <laughs> and it would. It would sell the shit out of that. Oh yeah. 
Um, Legend of Zelda Wii U, though, I'm looking forward to. I love the Legend of Zelda games. Uh, the, again, they're games that I'm not very good at. Um, but I actually do really like them. The first game I remember beating with my dad was uh, the original Legend of Zelda for the NES. So Legend of Zelda kind of has a special place. So that even even the games that I don't really like in the series, like I don't, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this if people listen, I don't like Wind Waker. What? I don't like it. I don't care. What? I, I never really liked it. Was it the boat? Uh, the boat, like the art style. I know it looks. What? It, I know it looks really good, but um, I just I didn't really like Wind Waker. I couldn't get into it. I I liked Ocarina of Time a lot. Everybody liked Ocarina of Time. I liked the original Legend of Zelda. I never really liked Wind Waker, and I I heard Twilight Princess. I never actually got Twilight Princess because I didn't have a Wii or a GameCube at the time. Um. But I heard that one wasn't very good. Um, compared compared to Wind Waker and Ocarina of Time, I think uh, I think it's kind of like it's kind of become uh, the the aged cheese of the series, mm. uh, where everyone hated it whenever it first came out. But I think a lot of people, looking back on it, uh, appreciate it for what it was. Um, right. I know from from like a like fitting it into the series kind of standpoint, it wasn't all that great. Um, but uh, my girlfriend says that it has like the best storyline uh, in the series. Which, oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. It looks really neat. I just have never bothered with playing it. Yeah. As long as you don't like Skyward Sword, uh, I don't have any problems. I never played Skyward Sword. I I heard you should just keep it that way. Yeah, I heard it wasn't very good, and I was just like, eh. It's I... absolute, complete, utter trash. So here's the thing: I used to work for a website called Lucifer.com. Uh, I was the PR manager there, and uh, I don't know, like the the Lucifer, the the main person on the site. Uh, he ended up, like, he would always be contrary to what people think. So, like, one of his, like, his favorite Final Fantasy games was Final Fantasy X-2. Okay. Um, and he thought that Final Fantasy XIII-2 had the best combat system in any Final Fantasy game. I, I mean, I'll admit that whenever I looked at footage of it it looked better than than 13 but that's really not saying a whole lot but i never played it so i can't really say either way yeah um but the reason i bring this up is because when skyward sword came out he said that skyward sword was the best final fantasy or best final fantasy best legend of zelda game that had been out oh yeah no yeah so (laughs) i'm just like yeah what whatever dude like I I think he just enjoys being contrary to what everyone else thinks. I mean, I do too, but even I can't. I I can't even lie about right. thinking Skyward Sword is is bad. Like it's it's bad. Right. It. I stopped playing it because I went. I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. So no. So no no. Oh. So, uh, Skyward Sword. I heard is. It's not great. I know you fly around and I it's don't know. Like the flying around is is like the boat in in uh 
Wind Waker, except right. it's even more inconsequential. Oh, okay. Like, like there is literally nothing to to randomly run into. There is no reason to fly around at all. Right. Unless you just want, like, random crap. Mm-hmm. Because at least you can, like, find equipment if you if you sail around enough and, like, in, end up running into the pseudo-random encounters. Yeah. Uh, and there's, like, a ghost ship and, like, some cool stuff. And in Skyward Sword, it's just, oh, look, there's an island with a, with a puzzle on it. Maybe you'll get lucky and find a piece of heart at best. Right. But, but what we're saying is the last two Legend of Zelda games, Twilight Princess and uh, Skyward Sword, weren't very good. So hopefully the new one is going to be very good. Hopefully it'll make up for it. I mean, them taking it open world like they're, they are, combined with the fact that they really have to make up for the last two, um, gives me confidence. And they got to kind of... Next year's probably going to be the last year for the Wii U. Oh, before, yeah, before before the NX come out. So they kind of got to end it with a bang. Yeah, I, they're going to need some kind of swan song. I would not be surprised if they did what they... The same thing they did with the GameCube and the Wii U, where Twilight Princess came out for the Wii U and the GameCube. Yeah, I wouldn't... Yeah, I... Huh? You said Wii U and GameCube. Oh, the Wii and the GameCube, sorry. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Legend of Zelda Wii U actually comes out for the NX and the Wii U at the same time. I can see that happening. Yeah, uh, or like it comes out for the Wii U and then six months later when the NX, it's like a launch title for yeah. the NX. Because that would... even Even so, that would sell console even if people still owned legend of zelda for the wii u they'd be like well i, I might as well get they'd, one they'd like chuck in one exclusive feature of mm-hmm. some kind and and that would be enough up the graphics a little bit yeah. um let's let's move on your yours is the next one your second one right yeah yeah um let's see here i gotta choose between these two I guess I'll go with Crackdown 3. I figured that's what you were going to go with. So, I've actually never played a Crackdown game. Well, um, Crackdown 2 is god-awful. Oh, good. Um, Crackdown 1, on the other hand, is hands down one of the best games on the 360. Oh, is it? And it was like a launch title, I think. And I I would maintain that. Like, it is one of the best games on the 360. Possibly, like... I mean, I, I wouldn't ever put it in my top ten games ever. But, like, if I had to make a comprehensive list of games that if you own a certain console you should play, I would put Crackdown on that list for the 360. Oh, okay. Um, like... It's fa- it, the original Crackdown was a fantastic execution of open world cooperative game while still being like like it was really unique on its own but then you add in the whole co-op nature of it and the open world stuff and like it, it was just a crazy good game um do you know like anything about it at all? I picked it up for about two minutes at a friend's house once. Um, so basically, um, 
Okay, you know you know how in Saints Row 4 you have superpowers, right? Yeah. Well, it's basically kind of like that idea. Oh, okay. Where you have superpowers in a Grand Theft Auto type so, environment. So it's like infamous. Um, You could put it that way, but it also has RPG elements. Okay. So as you use your different abilities, they get stronger. And that includes your ability to drive. Oh, good. Um, so if you like driving, because it is still the fastest way to get around uh, over long distances, um, you can upgrade your driving ability by doing stunts and driving through rings. And then on top of that, uh, not only does that increase your ability to drive, there are special vehicles that you can get whenever you spawn in um, that transform based on your driving level. Oh, okay. That make those sp uh, particular vehicles even better. So uh, there's that, and like you it can level up your guns, and it makes your guns transform over time. Um, and then there are agility orbs that you can collect that increase your running speed and your jumping ability. So you have to use your running and jumping abilities in like these platforming challenges to increase that. And all the while, your overall goal is to just take out all of these uh, mini-bosses all around the city. And then eventually, once you... They're like... Um, they're split into like Grand Theft Auto-style islands. Um, and as you take out all of the uh, lower enemies, uh, or lower bosses in each group... Um, the upper, the, the top guy loses strength, essentially. Oh, so, okay. like, at any time you want, you can take out the top guy of any particular group, but it's almost impossible until you knock out his underlings, which then weaken particular aspects of his stuff. So, like, you can take out his weapon supplier. So, the, oh, okay. uh, so the, the protection at the, at the main base gets gets weaker because they don't have as many guns and stuff like that like oh, okay it, and it's so fucking fun because you're the only one you and and i think you can have one other friend but it might be more than that you might be able to do four i'm not sure um but you guys are the only ones with superpowers so you're just fighting all these regular dudes oh good you can like fucking you can kick them that like, sounds fair you can kick them and they'll, they'll like go flying a hundred feet away. So it's like, uh, it's just a power trip once you get leveled up enough. And so you're hoping uh, Crackdown 3 is going to be like that. Yeah, because Crackdown 2, I think, tried to do too much to balance out um, the whole situation. Because Crackdown 1 had this one mission um, where you ended up fighting this scientist that was creating mutants. And Crackdown 2 kind of just built its whole story up around that. And it just... That that wasn't the only thing wrong with it. Like, they did they did so much to kill a lot of the fun of the first game. But 3... Uh, I've read in interviews with the developers that they're trying really hard to go back to what they had in the first game. And then make that even better. Oh, okay. And I know that one of the big gimmicks is going to be high destructibility. Like, you'll basically be able to level entire city blocks Oh, good. in, in it. 
And like the the trailer where they have a building falling into another building in order to take a guy out, that's actually like a thing you can do. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, that's something that they're they're wanting to focus on. You can knock down two towers. Yeah. Into each other. I mean, if you if you have a plane, you can probably like fly a plane into a building. Yeah. You know, um, kill thousands of people. Kill thousands of innocent people. Um, we're bad people. That's what we are. We're terrible, <laughs> terrible human beings. <laughs> so yeah, Crackdown Three. Looking, looking forward to it. Cool. I, uh, I'll probably, I'm probably gonna get all these games because you know me. So, yeah, well, and if I'll you probably get play Crackdown it. Three. We can play it together because it's we, gonna be an Xbox One exclusive. Yeah, we can. We say that about every game, and then we never. We need to play the Jackbox, Jackbox Party Pack too. Yeah, I know. Um, my next game is going to be a game you will not be interested in at all. Interested in at all. Do you want to guess what it is? Um, I know which one it is, but I can't remember which one it was. Come on, you can say it. Uh, Think about it. I know. Oh, damn it. I remember whenever you said your list, I was like, oh, yeah, that one. Okay. Persona 5. Yeah, Persona. Um, I really like the Persona games. Uh, I I think Aroa would if he had more time type of thing. If if I had more of an attention span, I would. Because I have played like four or five hours of Persona 3, and I really liked it. Yeah. But... It just it takes forever, and I I my problem is I'll play for like fifty hours of a game and be like, okay, this should be done by now, and it's not. Uh, Persona games typically last over fifty hours, so I'm excited for Persona Five. Persona games typically have a uh, like at least three and four. I pl- I tried playing one and two, and they're not very good. But Persona 3 and 4 both had really interesting characters. You can get to know stuff like that. And you actually build a relationship with the characters by doing different things. So it's kind of a mixture of that whole Western RPG and Japanese RPG thing where, you know, Japanese RPGs have a very linear path. You you tend to just go along that similar, that one path, while Western RPGs are a lot more open world. And I think Persona games are a good mixture of both because, yes, you have a linear path that you're following and you, and you literally have school, like days of the year that you're going through. But on the other hand, you do have the ability to build up the relationships and kind of do it at your own pace and choose which way you want to go. Um, and basically who you end up with, too. And at the end of Persona 4, you get to choose... Like, the whole thing about Persona 4, I don't think I'm spoiling anything, is that there's somebody you're trying to figure out who... It's like a whodunit story, and you're trying to figure out who done it, and so you're going through the whole story trying to do that. At the very end, you get a list of basically all the characters in the game that you've met so far. It was Teddy. It No, it wasn't Teddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to spoil that. It wasn't Teddy. Sometimes, Aurora, you're unbearable. Kill him. <laughs> Execute him. <laughs> um, so, I actually know who it was. I, I figured it out. I, I never beat the game, but I figured it out like partway through. I'm like, it's this person. But um, Persona 5, I'm hoping, is going to be at least as good as Persona 3 and 4. 
Did you uh, um did you play Persona 3 Portable? Yes. Okay. Cuz I was going to say if you if you haven't, you know that you can play as a as a female protagonist. Right. And that completely changes the entire game. Does it? Yeah, everyone treats you totally differently cuz you're female. Oh, that's like in real life. You can, yeah, you can get with the boy characters and like all the almost all the dialogue changes. The game's actually harder. Aroa became a super slut in Persona 3. No, I, I chose to play as the boy character because it was like, th- this is recommended for first-timers. Like, yeah. I guess because cause the game was originally designed with the male character in mind. So Right. And that's the same thing with Persona 4. You're a, you're a guy. I don't think the portable the portable version, because it, it was Persona, 5, Persona 4 Golden. Actually, that's yeah. the one I have. Yeah, that's that's the one that everyone has. No one has the PS2 version. I did. No one has. I used to. No. Uh, they're they're all really good games. Uh, Persona three and four are all really good games. Persona one and two, not not so much. Uh, so are you gonna get Persona five? Uh, well, I think the answer is obviously no. no. But however, um, I really would like to uh, to get. To at least play through either three or four, mm-hmm. um, because I I agree with you that I think I would like them, and uh, I I am genuinely interested in them. So you know maybe if I, because uh, Tyler has has golden I think on a cartridge, so I might like borrow it off of him. It's okay when I win the lottery and I hire you on full time, I'll make you play through it. I'll be like you have a week to play it, and you're like God damn it. <laughs> like he pays me so well <laughs> I can't say no um so your your next one um that would be mirror's edge catalyst right i'm I'm actually really excited for it. I didn't put it on my list, but I am actually looking forward to this, uh especially playing it with the uh oculus rift because yeah. I want to have motion sickness yep so tell say a little bit about mirror's edge because i'm it's kind of a niche game, so not a lot of people. I, um, I know a lot. Not a lot of people have played it, really. Yeah. Uh, so the original Mirror's Edge, which Catalyst is essentially a remake of. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the original Mirror's Edge was this weird, almost experiment by Dice, the uh, developer that makes the Battlefield games, and it was kind of their their attempt at making a story-driven, not-so-much-combat-based shooter kind of thing, but it was really more about... It's almost like a first-person platformer, in a way. Right. Um, That's what it was, yeah. Yeah. And it it wasn't... um, But it wasn't like Mario-style platformer. Like, you're just a person, and all of the movement was built around the concept of free-running. Which in in real life, like if I wasn't horribly obese, I would totally be into free running. Like like watching free running videos just blows my shit. I love I love the idea. Parkour. So, yeah, parkour is what a lot of people call it now. But back in the uh, back in the early two thousands and a lot in the in the nineties, it was more referred to as free running. In America, at least, parkour I think is what they mostly call it overseas, right? Because uh, it originated 
so to speak, in in Europe and particularly France. Um, but yeah, so Mirror's Edge Catalyst is basically taking taking the original Mirror's Edge and making it the game that they would have made it had they had the budget for it, right? Um, and the de- and the developer time because the original Mirror's Edge, I want to say, was put together by like a team that was not. It, it was like just a fraction of the whole Dice team and. Uh, it went over, like, I, I, I'll i say remarkably well, but that's just because of what it was. Right. Like, it was not, by any means, one of DICE's best-selling games, but that's because they make fucking Battlefield. Well, yeah, and Battlefield so, and Battlefront now. Yeah. Uh, so Catalyst, Catalyst is, they've rewritten a bit of the story, um, and I'm I believe that they're keeping the same, like, semi-anime uh, style that they were going for with the cutscenes and whatnot in the original. I hope so. Right. Um, and they're... I don't think they're changing the gameplay up too awful much. Um, and I just... I hope that they, they remove combat even more. Because combat was nearly impossible in the original. Oh yeah, it, it was. It was awful. I, yeah, but it was supposed to be. And I like that. So I hope that they they do even more with that, and I I want to say that they they've put like almost an emphasis on stealth in this one, um, at least in a couple of the things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to go, but in any case, I'm really glad to see Mirror's Edge is still on Dice's radar, even after all this time, and I hope that uh, the huge response will end up leading to an actual Mirror's Edge 2. That would be nice. Uh, I'm excited for it, too. Uh, Obviously, the main draw for us is kind of the Oculus Rift with it. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be amazing. And you're basically jumping over buildings and doing the parkour and stuff, and the Oculus Rift is VR, so you're going to be right there, and, you know, the head movements is going to be you actually moving your head and... Um, just just imagine uh, using the the Oculus Rift, and then also having one of those fucking like three D treadmills. Oh God! <laughs> like, oh man! Aroa's gonna do that. Yep. Aroa's gonna like one day, one week we're gonna do the podcast, and next week can be like, I lost two hundred and seventy pounds. <laughs> I now weigh a hundred pounds. Uh, I don't even think it's possible for my body to weigh 100 pounds. Probably not. I think my bones alone weigh like 30. Yeah. And then you're, they're your man boobies. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get those implants, so. Well, that's like that's like 60 right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's a good thing he has a sense of humor. He's like, you called me fat? Yeah. Um, let's, let's move on. So, of course, I'm going to put links to all of these, like, Either the website or Wikipedia or something, so you can take a look at it, uh, people who are listening. Uh, my next one is, I talked about Persona, so let's talk about No Man's Sky. Um, so I was actually surprised you didn't put this on your list. Nope. Uh, I'm I'm excited for No Man's Sky. Why? Can I ask why you didn't put it on your list? Um, mainly because, for one thing. Um, it's going to cost more than 
a game that I could already buy, which is uh, Elite Elite Dangerous Horizons. And um, I honestly don't think it's going to live up to the hype. Uh, the more I watch on it, the more I think that um, it's not going to be as amazing as everyone thinks it is. I'm still really excited for it because... I, I, I don't think it's going to be bad. Right. And, and I, I am probably still going to get it, but it's not as exciting for me as it was whenever it was first revealed. Oh, okay. See, I'm still excited for it. It looks... I mean, it looks weird. I mean, every planet that we've kind of seen them go on to kind of looks the same. Um, but I think that the technology is going to be really cool because, you know, the, everything's procedurally generated. So it all, it all, it's kind of weird. It all stems from the same seed. Um, so it's all procedurally generated, but everyone's going to see the same thing. Yeah. So that's kind of weird, but it is nice being able to go, from what I understand, you're going to be able to go, and if you discover a planet first, you can name that planet yourself. Yeah, everything. Everything. Every every animal species, every planet, every star system, um, everything that you discover personally and scan, you can then name whatever yeah. you want. Retentopia is going to be great. Yep. And uh, all the retinites there. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for it. It looks really good. I, there's a few things that I haven't really been able to find that like, are there going to be other, like, will you be able to play with other people or is it just going to be you alone? See, my understanding of that is that you will be able to play with other people. Um, it's just a problem of kind of the same thing that happens with Elite Dangerous where you can encounter other people, it's just that the universe is so huge that it's very unlikely for you to do so. Right. Because your spawn point, it's even it's going to be even harder than an elite, actually, because your spawn point is random, and, you know, everyone's spawn point is going to be random. Right. And the game is practically the size of the universe, so... Unless unless they have some kind of method of fast traveling to your friends, which I don't know, I would kind of hope so, but unless they have that, then, like, there's not going to be a whole lot of of co-op opportunities. There. Right. Are there going to, is there going to be a real storyline? Like, they haven't really discussed a storyline. They haven't discussed, what are you doing in your ship? Can you upgrade your ship? Can you make it faster? Like, I know they have outposts uh, to repair your ship. I I think with that it was something like kind of like um spores space stage where the end goal is to get to the center of the universe. Right, that's what they're saying. And to, the only way to do that is to upgrade your ship. So there there will be some kind of upgrade system and there's supposed to be like space combat that goes on. So I mean there's got to be something where you can change your weapons and whatnot on that right but yeah that's another reason why i'm not all that excited for it be is because they're being really weirdly hush hush about it right and you can you can read that as two different things you could read that as them not wanting to reveal things and let them be a surprise which i can appreciate yeah but at the same time you can also read it as it's not 
going to be quite what they're what they're saying it is, and it's mm-hmm. not going to deliver on everything. Um, I'm hoping for the first one. You know, maybe it'll maybe it'll turn out to be absolutely fantastic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on my feelings on it until we get more information, whether that's from a release or or whatever. Right, that makes sense. Um, so I'm I'm are you you're gonna get it? I'm presuming you're gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Probably for PC, both of us. Yeah, if it, it I, I it is going to be on PC, right? Yeah, like PC and PS4. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, totally. Okay, so uh, remember to use my affiliate link with Green Men Gaming. Because uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I'm a whore. That's that's what I'm getting with this one. So, uh, your last game, your your most anticipated game of 2016. What is that? Wait, no, you've talked. You've oh, you you did, yeah. yeah. Your second to last game. Second to last. Second to last is uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. I figured that's what it was going to be. Uh, now this is an online game. Yes. Did you get into the beta? I did not. I don't think. I did. Hmm. I I didn't play I, it though. Is it like? Are we still waiting on access to it? Is that what it is? No, no, no. Like it was like December ninth. Oh, then no, totally didn't. And I, I so I got into the alpha, but I I had shit going on. Like I had to go down to California and stuff, so I wasn't able to play it. So I I don't get to get my thoughts on it. So what is the division? Um, it's a squad based third person shooter MMO. That sounds uh unique. <laughs> yeah, it, it um Do you get it by gear? Well, yeah, it, from okay. my understanding at least. Like it's it's supposed to be kind of post-apocalyptic where there's been like I I, I want to say it's like a like a viral outbreak. Um and I want to say it was from biological warfare. Mm-hmm. So now you're basically um, you're basically trying to survive along with other people in this in a in what is essentially like an I don't know if it's actually New York City or not, but it's basically New York City, right? Um, after after this viral outbreak, um, the the big draw for it for me at least is the idea of it being all online, all cooperative. And like having this this real time world going on around you, so um, because because it does have a lot of PVE areas where you're just going around with your buds, and then you know you'll find some generic bandits raiding a place. But there are also a lot of places that they're describing as dark zones where it's all PvP. Oh, okay. But everybody is. You know, it's not like it's not like other uh, RPG MMOs where PvP basically means who's leveled up the most. Yeah, it's it's a third-person shooter mm-hmm. uh, kind of PvP, and it's in these these various urban environments, and you don't know when you're going to run into other people, and that whole concept is just really cool to me. Yeah, that's so, pretty neat. Uh, the only problem I see with this is that 
I I played I have Battlefront, and this is actually gonna roll into this. Well, yeah, it technically, you know, it it depends on what your skill is and everything. But when you're going against when you're you know a level five or six and you're going against a level twenty, and they mm-hmm. have way better equipment than you, they have grenades that when you throw them it shoots out three different grenades. Like, yeah, skill is nice, but when you're getting spawn camped and people are killing you because they have way better, you know, types of weapons than you, that's kind of annoying. And I, I could see that happening with the division where, you know, you're, you go into an area and you can't take down a guy because they have better armor and, and, and stuff than you. And I could see that happening too. And, and to me, that makes it even more exciting because if you're trying to make it through, like in in my head, I'm imagining you're like trying to get through a subway tunnel or mm-hmm. something, and you find out that there are there there's another group that's against you that is is also like down the way a little, and you run into them, and it's like oh shit, that guy has a grenade launcher, and the best we've got is an assault rifle. Right. Like we're fucked. So so then it turns into you running away. And I like that idea because most of the time in in a game like like that with with PvP going on, you don't ever have the 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 option to run a run away is either off limits or you don't like like it's it's de incentivized. Right. Um, and I, I like this idea of it's essentially I, what I'm hoping for at least is a more balanced out and like squad focused kind of Daisy type thing going. Oh, okay. Um, because I love the concept of a survival shooter that's online and has multitudes of people all just going about their business. And the big problem, though, with those is that you never have any given friends in any of those situations, and there's never any incentive to work together. Right. So, uh, if I remember right, there's there there are factions in the division and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that there will be this this incentive to work together with other particular groups of people. Um, almost like a like a planet side two type thing, but where where you have these three groups that are fighting for for control of different areas of the city, or or what have you. Right. Um, I'm hoping that that's how it ends up working out, um, and that's why I'm so excited about it. But it could also just end up falling completely flat, and that would really suck. Yeah, but I could see that. We'll just kind of have to find out the the fact that they've delayed it as much as they have kind of in a way gives me more confidence because it means that they really want it to work whenever it comes out um but that again kind of like uh with no man's sky that could also just mean that it's not working but ubisoft doesn't want to throw away all the money they put into it right that could happen too but yeah, you know, I I haven't heard anything good or bad. I wasn't able to play the alpha like I wanted to. Um, I should have just given you the code, but you know I was I was busy. But um, yeah, hopefully the way you say it, it sounds cool. 
Yeah. Um, you're a good PR guy, basically. <laughs> you should you should ask in, for a job. Yeah. Uh, you should ask for a job. Be like, they'll be like, so uh, so you're trying to hype Persona Five, and you're like, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Looks awful. Yet another fucking dungeon crawler. That's that should be the name of it. <laughs> I think there is a game with yet uh, that's named something like that. Yet another dungeon crawler. I'm sure that there's there's an indie game out there. So my my most anticipated game. That was your second most anticipated game. My most anticipated game is this is no shock to anyone. Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've spoken about it before. I think it's actually shaping it's shaping up to be look like a good game. Uh I know that the last year there were a lot of pe- rumblings about it never getting made and stuff, but I think now that they actually have the Alpha 2.0 now, now I think it's Alpha 2.0. Yeah. Where they're kind of bringing in the persistent universe, they're kind of bringing in they they've taken the space combat and the uh you know, the first person elements and kind of mix them together and kind of made it to what it's going to be like the preview of what it's going to be for um, the actual game when it comes out. I think it looks pretty cool. I think obviously there's issues. (laughs) I've seen some, (laughs) some weird gameplay issues, but that happens. That's going to happen. So have you changed your mind on what it's going to be on what it looks like? I'm I'm still not like 100% convinced, but I will say that now that they have finally released something playable and it you know, it barring the horrible bugs and whatnot that are that's going on, um I I can see it ending up being good. Um, right. Is it something that I think that literally anyone should pay money for right now? No. No, I haven't paid any money for it. Yeah, I I really, really don't think that it's a good, it's a good purchasing decision right now. But, um, it's it's well on its way. Right, is, and that's how I feel about it. And Star Citizen, if if anyone doesn't know what that is, I don't I don't know where you've been. Must must have been under a rock. Yeah, seriously. Um. Star Citizen is like Elite Dangerous, like Nomad Sky. It's a space simulator where you fly around. I mean, they fucking have Mark Hamill and John Reese davies as voice actors in it. Like, that's amazing. It's uh, really cool. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm excited because there's so many things. It's When I played Elite Dangerous, I felt there's not much to do in the game. Uh, there might be now with Horizons expansion, but there wasn't anything to do. You'd fly around your ship, you'd shoot other ships, you'd try to mine things and spend hours mining and make like 200 credits. Like, yeah. it wasn't a very good game. Um, Star Citizen, I think, well, is... It wasn't very fun, I think is the better Okay. Title. It wasn't very fun. Star <laughs> Citizen, I think, is going to be a good mixture, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I mean, there's still tedious things. That you have to do, like if you're. Oh, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a space sim though. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading. Did you read about the crafting on that, or the when you're fixing up your ship? Did you read about that? Um, I read how like individual 
components can be repaired by your crew members. And yeah. And, like, that there's some kind of grid system where you have to manually patch uh, little areas on the outside of the ship. Yeah, so, so if you're, like, if your wing gets blown off, but you're st- if you still survive, but your wing gets blown off, then you have to go and you have to, like, remove all the debris, and you have to basically build up that part yourself, like, do the different things beyond- for it, if you want to do it yourself. And that seems tedious, but awesome. Like, it's something that I like, because it's a sandboxy type thing, so... You, I, I play, I played Final Fantasy Eleven quite a bit, and there's lots of tedious things in that that I enjoyed doing. So, um, I'm, I'm excited for that. I like the fact that if, at least from what they're saying, if like say one of your components in your ship is malfunctioning or gets shot out or something like, um, not life support, but you know, just one random thing, uh, you can instead of maybe fixing that component you can, like, reroute the power to kind of limp your way home. Like, if propulsion is it's knocked out, you can find a way to kind of hack it together so you can get a little bit of thrust to be able to get to a space station to get your ship repaired. Yeah, I a, like... a, little more, a little more detail than with what... Uh, with what... Uh, fucking... What's Elite it? Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. I can't, for some reason, I can't keep the name in my head. <laughs> a, little, a little more detail than what uh, Elite Dangerous did, which was just, which system do you want to work the best right now? Right. And I'm excited for that because it's it's what I wanted from Star Trek. Yeah. Um, in Star Trek Online, I wanted multi-crew ships. I wanted to be able to run around. I wanted to be an engineer. I honestly, I didn't want to fly the ship or do the battles. I wanted to sit in the engineering place and make sure the ship was working fine. And no, I'm I'm totally with you on that, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't. But Star Trek Online was balls. Mm-hmm. So so many balls. So are you when Star Citizen comes out? Are you gonna get it? I will wait a week, um, and see what people actually say about it. Okay. Uh, and once that happens, I'll I'll gauge my thoughts on it because uh it, their their current practices of particularly the whole like buy this ship and buy ship insurance like that scares me. But I'm I I will say that the the release of this Alpha 2.0 has kind of earned a little bit of my trust back, where I'm willing to at least see where they go with it and wait for all of the systems to actually be in place before I say that it's not worth caring about. So I'm not doing it, um, but you do you realize they're offering a free Star Citizen 2.1.0? Like, you can you don't have to own a ship or anything. You can play it right now. No. Yeah. You can download it and play it right now if you want. And you don't have to own a ship. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, and that's until I believe the third. So if you want to, if, if anyone wants to try it out, you can do that. Uh, I did download it and I ran around a bit, but I was like, eh, well, I'm going to wait until it's out type of thing. So yeah, I ran around a bit. I tried to jack people's ships. I wasn't able to do it. So I got pet. I got pissed and left. Um, <laughs> 
you will have it's like a 30 gig download though so and if you oh, if you so they're they have uh 2.0 and then they have 2.1.0 and 2.1.0 is uh is the one that you're able to play on the persistent universe or whatnot so it or it's a public test server is what it's called so uh yeah that'll be that'll be exciting hopefully we'll all we'll all be able to make chips and and stuff and you can you can buy all the ships in game too it's just you're gonna have to work your ass off to do it i'm probably just gonna buy a cheap mining ship and go from there it says here that i have to have a game package to download the game do you i i didn't have that are you sure yeah um i don't i've never paid any money for the game so uh, it says, we're excited to announce the opening of 2.1.0 on the public test universe to all players. We're feverishly, feverishly working on getting to Alpha 2.1.0 ready, but we're discovered a couple issues that prevent it from being fully enjoyable and stable gaming experience. Um, the last thing we wanted to jeopardize is all the fun that we've been having with 2.0.0, and we certainly blah blah. With that in mind, we will be keeping 2.0. blah blah blah. We know that you really want to check out the Flight ready freelancer as well as the hangar ready saber. So look at that. Important thing to keep in mind: test environment, which you can stage. Blah blah blah. Playing the PTU is completely optional. Uh, PTU is about early access, not about early access to content. Uh, where does it say it? Those players not familiar. Start the Star Citizen launcher. Log in with normal credentials. Once log in, click the gear in the top right. Go to options. Click your account. Huh, I don't know. Because I downloaded I was playing it. And I I hmm. didn't do anything, so Maybe it was maybe it was like a really temporary thing. Maybe. I thought it was it said it was until the fourth or something, but maybe I'm wrong. Because they've done that in the past where they've uh, they've been like, Well, you can download the arena commander and play with that type of thing. Yeah. They've done that in the past, so I I, I know they did it because I downloaded it and was running around in the game but um in any case whatever uh what is your most anticipated game of 2016 divinity original sin 2 what is that oroa it is a it is a wrpg western rpg oh Um, what what kind of system is it based off of um, I think from from what I can tell, it's uh, it's a really highly modified GURPS. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think it's like I don't I don't think it's really any one particular common RPG system. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the original Divinity Original Sin, um. I missed out on kickstarting it. Yeah. But uh I ended up getting it uh a while after it finally hit full release and without a doubt it is like the most fun uh RPG uh like western RPG, I guess more of like a CRPG um that I that, I, that I've ever had. It's kind of um, it, it... It's kind of reminiscent, at least to me, of uh, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it, it is in the same the same vein as that. Um, like the 
the amount of different things that you can do with your character um, and the way that your different abilities can interact with each other, um, particularly in the environment where there's so much strategy that goes on in the combat uh, and the the way that because the in in original sin it was designed to where you had two uh, main characters and really it was it was built around being played co-op right. where um not only though is it like in every other pretty pretty much every other game that has co-op um where you're just both playing the game and being the main character you could if you wanted to role play each character completely differently and your individual personalities built up your characters differently. Um, the choices that you made through the game not only affected the way that your characters interacted with each other, but also gave you stat boosts one way or the other. And if you and your partner got in an argument, you could actually disagree in the game and you ended up uh, having to play rock, paper, scissors essentially to decide on different things, even extremely important aspects of the main storyline. So, you know what I didn't like about that system? What? Playing single player. Yeah, uh, it is... I, I will not deny it is not all that great to play single player. So I, play, I tried to play it single player, and the problem with it is I figured the AI would take over and, like, because I was a male character and then there was a female character or whatnot. And I figured the female character would like either disagree, they'd have their own opinion, but you have to choose for both of them. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't work out well because you're just like, what? Oh, okay, well, I have to be contrary. I have to try to create drama here. But if it, it is, was, yeah, if you're playing with people, it's good. Yeah, it's a lot like playing, like trying to play like uh, Dungeons and Dragons by yourself. Like, yeah. it's, a it's a terrible idea. Exactly. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 takes if from the what little gameplay i've seen which is like not even 20 minutes it takes everything that made original sin great and just explodes it out um there is so much detail being put into this game that it blows my mind that they're even able to fund it um it the they're focusing from the start on the idea of having four-player co-op instead of two-player. Because you had to mod Original Sin to play four-player. Oh, okay. Um, Original Sin 2 is not only going to have it to where you can play four-player co-op, but all of the four players have that same level of independence going on, where um, it, it's, it's even greater than in the first one, like by multitudes, where there are mechanics built into the game for you to go so far as to betray your party members um, in different situations. I would kill the shit out of you. It, it's, it goes even deeper than that, where it's not just where you have infighting. It's stuff like where different characters' backstories can affect how their party, their, their fellow party members do things where oh. the, an example that they gave because it, it sounds weird the way that I just said that 
um, the example that they gave and actually played out in the game was one character is a thief. They, they've been a thief their whole life. Yeah. Um, so it turned out that they had uh, a stolen thing on their person. Um, so another party member ended up getting asked about it uh, by, by a member of the guard. So uh, that party member that was, being, that was being asked about it ended up turning the fellow party member in uh, for a reward. So you had one party member end up having to go to jail because the other party member's interests were greater than than keeping that other member in the party. And uh, did did so? Here's my question: can, can you then break them out of jail? Yes. Okay. Because that's something that happened. That actually happened to me in our original sin campaign. Um, that you never was, played with me. Nope. Uh, I ended up. Uh, I, I don't know if it was me or somebody else, um, but one of us ended up going to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think one of us ended up, yeah, uh, John ended up in jail like twice. He's an idiot. <laughs> um, and whenever whenever somebody goes to jail, you either have the option of breaking them out, um, or and that can mean killing the guard that's protecting, you know, that whole area. Because if you go to jail, it's always the same jail cell. Oh, okay. In, in original sin. Um, so you can kill the guard that's down there, or you could pickpocket him to get the key, or you can bribe him, uh, or you can try to charm him to, to let your buddy out. Give him a hummer, or, you know, something like that. Uh, yeah. Or if uh, none of that stuff works, uh, there's the option that's guaranteed to work, which is making a deal with Satan. Oh, uh, good. And uh, that makes you lose a stat point uh, in order to get out. A single stat point. Uh, well, it, it's that's a pretty big deal because yeah. you only get you only get one of those every like four levels. It's D and D. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but th- there's there's going to be that level of, of interaction in original sin 2 but to a much greater degree because each of the playable characters of which i want to say there are somewhere around 10 they all have their own backstories and they all have their own set personalities that make it easier to role play your individual character and i'm assuming that it's going to be just like original sin wherein um you can play. It's it's a lot like uh, Elder Scrolls games, where you can play whatever class you want, right, at any time. So, because uh, originally, uh, whenever I was playing by myself, I was a spell sword. Um, but uh, whenever I played in our group, um, I played two mages at the same time because we needed four people, oh, okay. and we had three. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's almost like you could have invited someone else to play. Yeah, I know somebody. I don't know anybody else though. Yeah, you don't know anyone else who would want to play a game with other people. Anyway, but yeah, it, it, there, there's you can be like I had. I had one of us was a one of me was a was a fire mage, and also like a like an air mage I think, and like 
if I wanted to, though, at any time, I could have also just started using a sword or a bow or anything like that. Like, there's there's no limit to what your character is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to make that even more flexible, supposedly, in, in Original Sin 2, just because they're going to be expanding out the class system even more. Like, it, there's... I could I could talk I could have done this whole podcast just talking about original sin two and how excited you are I think it it's going to be. Uh, when does that come out? Um, I not one hundred percent. I I mean, other than it, it is going to come out in twenty sixteen. Uh, let me see if uh, they, December. Is oh, when. so so a year from now. Yeah. Um. That's that's what Google says. Let's see if they. Uh, uh, yep, estimated estimated delivery December of next year. So all right, so the, our most anticipated games of 2017. <laughs> um, they're also uh, I haven't I, I haven't actually looked at the Kickstarter since I discovered that it was happening. Um, it looks like they've hit all of their stretch goals, just Good. barely. And Good. the top thing is game master mode. Oh yeah, I've I've heard about that. So that's gonna happen, um, and I don't know I don't know if anybody anybody out there has played uh, uh, Neverwinter Nights, but oh, <laughs> that's good. So be excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I would never be a game master, but it'd be cool to play through other people's scenarios. I don't have the creativity for it, and yeah, even. Um, even the original game had like where you could make your own campaigns, right? Um, so yeah, the idea of of also being able to have somebody that basically plays the NPCs, like, oh my god, this game is going to be so good. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, I'm excited for it too. I'll probably play it as well. I'm. Uh, hopefully, we get it on GOG again. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you always gotta support GOG. Uh, yeah, uh, DRM free is the way to go, because you know, just it's it's just the way to go. It, DRM's it's the bad right way from a morality standpoint. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're gonna say. That's yeah. that's our we're sticking to it. Um, so also, uh, I would like to mention. Hmm. But uh, if that sounds appealing to you and you don't want to wait until December 2016, uh, Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition came out recently. And, and how that, much is that? That, I don't know how much that is. Um, I want to say it's it's like 30 maybe? Yeah. It's not, it's not the same price um, as the original game, I don't think. Right. Uh, hold on. Uh, it's forty normal price right now. You can get it on the holiday sale until January fourth for twenty six seventy nine. Um, you can also get it on Xbox One, I believe. Um, I'm not sure if it's on PS4 or not, but it is a complete top to bottom remake of oh, is that? of Original Sin with full voice acting, uh, controller support, um, split screen multiplayer, uh, the like. There's there's so much. It's basically a brand new game. And it looks like you don't own this game yet, do you? I should. Uh, let me see. I'm looking. Um, I don't own it on Steam. I own it on GOG. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, 
So but we yeah. should we should um should play that together. Yeah, it's um because you're a bad person and you didn't play with me before. <laughs> I it, it even uh, apparently the original game um people didn't like the ending or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they completely changed the last act of the game. Like, it's completely different. Oh, okay. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and yeah, I would totally, I would totally be into doing that. Even though I've, I've played through the first, like, 12 hours of the game, like, three or four times now. But, like, it's always, when, if you build your character differently, it's a completely different game. Right. Really. Uh, so you yeah. handle encounters differently and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've yeah. gone on. <laughs> we've gone on about games for we've been on this call for an hour and a half. Yeah, I think I think we talked for maybe twenty minutes um initially. So yeah, and... it's definitely been where we're, we've gone over on the podcast. Yeah. But... So uh let's just wrap it up here. The games that we mentioned today, and you can look up all these games, I'll have them written in the little thing below with links to different things. Uh Final Fantasy four fifteen. Star Citizen, No Man's Sky, Persona 5, Legend of Zelda Wii U, those were mine. His were Amplitude as an honorable mention. Uh, these are in no particular order. Um, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, The Division, The Divinity, Original Sin 2, Crackdown 3, and Dishonored 2. So write in the comments below what your most anticipated games of 2016 are. And uh, try to have a conversation about that in the little comment sections that we have set up that nobody comments in because they're bad people um you can comment there uh you can comment on my soundcloud which is where you're listening to this most likely um readingentertainment.com you can go there and i'll have it posted there um and you can also download this on itunes so if you have an ipod iphone whatever you can listen to you can subscribe to the podcast and listen to us there um, we, I have an affiliate link with, uh, with Green Man Gaming. So if you've already bought a game from Green Man Gaming and you, so you have a Green Man Gaming account and you click the link down below and you buy a game, I get 2% of the profit. So you're already getting a really good deal because Green Man, Green Man Gaming has really good deals. Plus I get 2% of that, which is nice. Um, if you don't have a Green Man Gaming account, and you decide to use the link, then, and you create a Green Man Gaming account through the link, I get 5% of the profit from the initial per purchase. So, that's pretty nice. And you also, they usually have 20 to 30% off codes. So, with the affiliate link, you can still use the 20 to 30% off code and get a really good deal on the game and give me a little bit, just a little bit of the profit. Um, I don't expect to actually make any money off of Green Man Gaming, but the link's there. Uh, Aroa doesn't have an affiliate link, but he does have a Twitter account. Aroa? That I do. What's your Twitter? Sorry, I was typing. I didn't want to. What's your Twitter account? Well, it's, it's twitter.com slash Aroa. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you don't stream, do you? Um, I haven't. Um, I'd like to start doing that again. Um, it, it would be It would be probably mainly on my YouTube, though. Okay, um, and that's that's a, a dash Aroa? Aroa1337. Aroa1337. My YouTube is youtube.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, you can also, that's where I post my videos every week. You could also uh, follow me on Twitch, www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. And yeah, uh, I've got a Twitch as well. It's it's the same thing as my YouTube. Aroa1337. Yep. Um, and then you can also uh, 
follow me on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash read. And of course, all this is going to be re- written down below. All of my stuff. Fuck Aroa. Um, <laughs> so. If, if, if anybody wants to gush about uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. You know? Yeah. If anyone wants to tell you, tell us how much I suck and Divinity Original Sin is going to be 2 is going to be the best game ever, write it in the comment section below. Um, I thank you for, for listening. Thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah. And uh we'll we'll see y'all next week. Bye.